Warning, this podcast may contain adult themes and inappropriate language not suitable for the kids. You've been warned. Did you know that on a Sunday in Florida, it is illegal for a single woman to do what, Trev? Be on the street? Skydive! EFTM Tech Cars Lifestyle This is the EFTM Podcast with Trevor Long and Chris Bowen EFTM well, What just happened? It's a law! Where the pips come from? We're running with pips on the hour, every hour If we go over the hour, I'll play them again If you are an unmarried skydiving enthusiast who happens to be female, do not attempt to skydive on a Sunday it's an old, old law that hasn't been overturned. Just like the one that says, I think you can still ride a horse across the Harbour Bridge. Wow. If you so desire. How many people are being fined for that? Look. Both uh, the skydiving and the horse riding. Unmarried women can face jail time and fines. Oh, I don't think it's happened for a long time, Trev. But that was obviously a different era. Way, way before the Me Too era when women were just, obviously... Just a couple of years? They didn't have the... Vote and all that sort of stuff, and they we were tied to the kitchen sink. Good times. Well, it must have been that era, Trev. You C- think? Couldn't have been any other era. Me, what other era would stop a woman from skydiving on a Sunday? That would have stopped you a couple of weeks ago. No, it was, no, it was, it was pretty good skydiving I did a couple of weeks ago. It was false skydiving. It wasn't a Sunday, and there was no single women. Well, actually, there might have been single women. I don't know. False skydiving. Sure. It's not false, mate. No, it's, it's imitation skydiving. Serious training goes on there. You need to. You get need the, to go and do it. You need you'd to have, get in the plane. You'd have to pay the extra thirty bucks. I won't be going to Penrith. I don't go out to Penrith too often. I'm already oh, far. Harsh. I'm already far enough out. I don't need to go further out. You just need. To, you just need to go a couple of minutes south. No, it's about half an hour, Trev. You are a long way from and anywhere, and it's southwest. A long way from no, like absolutely anywhere. I'm in Wandon Valley, Trev. Yeah, but it's a long way from anywhere, mate. Our town has become so prominent; it's going to be bypassed. Okay? By a bypass, a road that bypasses it. That's how busy it is, Trevor. Let's be clear. Pit Town Road's busy. It's it's a, it's a quick dig through someone's farm yep. and uh, a couple of intersections relieved. It's not quite the Tari bypass. It's allocated like 50 mil. Like, it's just a rod how all that shit stuff works. I, I, could, build, buy back I could build the road. Oh, you, I could. You, could. you could build a road. Mate, I ripped out my... Oh, you lent me a chainsaw, right? Yeah. Oh, I've got to give that back to you, by the way. No, I don't want it back. Oh, you don't want it back? No. Well, that's good because the chain came off. I can't work out how to put it back on. <laughs> what a shock. But my original... <laughs> can I just tell you a quick story? My original um, inhabitants of my house, like, you know, the original landholders who built the home, not the original... original I was going to say, not like the... Prior to colonisation. Garingo people. I don't know who it is. Um, anyway, they planted cacti, cacti yeah. in the front garden. Don't ever try and remove that, mate. For weeks, and I've still got... Scrapes, um, stings. Well, mate, you're not meant to use your bare hands, you idiot. Well, I had gloves on, and it, per- it still permeated well, the. Did the, you get the new gloves. gloves for the task? No. Well, it's. I thought I'd have a chainsaw and it'd be easy, but it wasn't, Trev. They, uh, let me tell you, battery chainsaws can't cut it. And there's so much juice in cacti, like so much juice. I don't think it's the battery. I think it's your your lack of knowledge of cha- how to use a chainsaw. <sighs> you know, there was no oil in that thing, right? For the chain, so. You gave it to me about oil. I didn't know about oil and chainsaws. I never used one. I've never used a chainsaw. Did it look like I'd used it? No. Oh, well, it was in a crushed up box. Yeah, that's just because it had been sitting outside. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, I put oil in it. I picked up on that error. Uh, but it was good. And anyway, it's just, it was is, a disaster. How is it hard? Just chop I'm just them, letting chop in, them at the bottom. Mate, how hard was it to get them out? Very, very hard. Those roots go under my house. And every and day, I'm not swearing today, I'm just going to go... Like that, instead of swearing. Have you seen The Good Place on Netflix? What's that? It's a show about heaven and hell, uh, and it features Ted Danson. Oh, yeah. Uh, cheers. Cheers. And um, Jacko was watching it, and so we're like, what are you watching mm. on his phone? Well, put on the big screen only to see what this rubbish is that you're watching. <laughs> and because they're in uh, perceived heaven, mm. they can't swear. Right. So the characters, ah, oh, fuck this. Yeah. So it's it's fantastic. I like that. Yeah. It's f- they, they they still swear. Yeah. But there's a replacement word. 
Okay. Like they 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 scripted. It's scripted with the replacement words. Well, there's no way I'll be fucking able to maintain that for the whole fucking <laughs> I'll shit out of the podcast. I don't think didn't you'll make, make the top one hundred. I noticed. It's not a genuine top one hundred. I know. And un- we there are only be radio the top shows. Thousand in Australia, you idiot. Oh really? That's marginally disappointing, Trev, to hear on a Monday morning first There's thing. There's a lot of podcasts out there. We're not the top 1,000. I don't know. Can you find that out? Who cares? I do. Well, that's where you let yourself down. I'm all about numbers, bruh. That's where you let yourself down. Fuck, that's a good picture up there. Oh, fuck off. Anyway, what's happening? I don't know. What were you talking about? You were telling a oh, story. Oh, yeah, the cactus is yeah. just like... So I've removed the cacti and planted native plants, but the cacti is still sprouting every day. There's little cacti... Runoffs. We had this stuff that uh, it's not cacti, but it was long, long leafed yep. bullshit. Yep. And I, I remember I had an Airtask credit, and I got like three hundred bucks. I was going to rip it out. A what? Airtask, you know that? Oh, you get credit. I had it. They, they gave oh, me to, to review it. Yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah, it was a so raw. I got a bloke to come and just rip out all this stuff. Yeah. And it was great. It uh, opened up heaps more glass. Just open but slather. But these fucking little things still coming out yeah, of the ground. Yeah, sprouts. I just mow over them. Mate, they just keep going. I mow over them. That's all you can do. Anyway, that's what I did. Uh, I can't poison them. I put quarter lines in. Red quarter lines. Who? They're sort of like native. But, you know, they're just like little ferns. They look beautiful. And I've got my Holman lighting system. And it's do just... You, do you run past GC, these... Bullshit decisions you make about plants. Oh, no, she was anti the cacti. Because I'll tell you what, they harbour redbacks. I've had a lot of redbacks. Mate, at one point, I was just chainsawing away. One flicked up up, up on my shoulder. You know what? I'm not scared of redbacks. No, neither am I. That, I mean, fuck, it's going to hurt yeah. and it's going to make you sick, but you're not going to die. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, but the chances of them actually biting is quite... Like, yeah, you'd really you'd have to really pick one up off. and like just fill it and just flick it and just, just annoy go, mate, it. Fuck you. Annoy it. Yeah, exactly. Like playing with a snake. Yeah, that's really not a wise thing. No. Well, that's what my dog did and almost killed itself. Dog died again the other day at the, at the back of my house from a red back, uh, dog red belly. Dog? What? No, a dog just behind my house died of a red belly. Luckily, um, he killed it first, so that was nice of him. But then the dog died. But then the dog died. Fucking. Oh, this is taking a turn. Well, it's sad, but, you know, these things Whose dog? Almost happened to my dog. It was just lucky Whose I was home. Whose dog? The, the people behind us who live in the rural section that hasn't been subdivided was one of their 15. They've got like lots of dogs. Did they notice? It's one less dog that'll bark. Hey? Did they notice it was gone? Well, they put it on the Facebook. Yeah. They put it on the Facebook page. I'm tipping that notice. Yep. It was a small little dog. Um, I need to talk about loyalty. Yeah. Tel- telco loyalty. <laughs> okay, yeah, sure. What do you got, brother? <laughs> what do you got? What do you got for me, bro? What do you got up your sleeve? <laughs> Over there, champion. What are you laughing for? What are you laughing oh, I just for? heard myself out loud. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> a roll. Jesus Christ. Just cracked up at a Red Bull. <laughs> you spat it everywhere. Spat it out. Did you just spit that on the rug? No, no, I spat it on my jeans. Right. Oh, um, there's a bit on the koala lounge. Oh, that's going to fucking stain. Mate, it's not hydrochloric acid, mate. It's okay. <clears throat> so... I've I was I've been digging into the data over the mobile phone uh, competition, right? By the way, congratulations to Sean from Victoria. Who Good won. on you, Sean. Yep. Um, I did. You know how I? Uh, so <clears throat> it was a proper competition for those that doubt me. Mm. Got a permit from the New South Wales Department of Gaming and Racing. Yeah, we're not some stuff. tin pot organisation. No, no, here. we know our shit. Fucking legit. And um, for any prize under two under ten thousand dollars, you don't need an independent witness for the draw. Like if we start giving prices away over ten thousand, we are going good. That's the goal. Yeah. Um, oh, we got goals. Good. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta laugh. It's the only time we can this hour. <laughs> it just brings us back together again. You know, because like uh, Trevor works so hard, he's just never here. So, so uh, there was two thousand, I think, five hundred and seventy-seven entries. Yeah. So. They were all in a spreadsheet in the order that they were submitted. Oh, of course, right? yeah. Bang, bang, bang. And so all I did was go, right, so look at the number of rows on the on the spreadsheet. And yep. I asked Alexa. So Alexa did the draw. Be careful. And uh, she's listening. Just, just shut up, Alexa. Shut up! <coughs> so I, I asked Alexa to find a random number between, you know, number two, because the a third row of the spreadsheet, yeah. uh, to 2004. And she did. And, yep. and Sean from Victoria was the winner. Now, yep. no great shock yeah. that Sean chose... Um, an iPhone 11 Pro Max, <laughs> 512 gigabyte. Oh, I love you, uh, Sean. As his prize. Yeah, I would have done exactly the same thing. I was hoping desperately to be a Samsung uh, uh, request because you can't go past two grand with them. Two but grand, yeah. Anyway, it's an extra 500 in the cam. That's all right, bro. Yep. Uh, I've ordered it. It's on its way to me. should get it this, this week. Thanks, Apple. Uh, and thanks. To the good- no, what? 
fuck Apple. They didn't have anything to do with it. I'm just um, saying thanks for making that phone, Apple. No, nah, great fuck, creation. Nah, and uh, and thanks to the good people at Belkin for yeah. uh, all the accessories that he's going to get. He's going to get yep. wireless chargers, cables, yeah, screen protectors, all that kind of stuff. So yeah. that's all going to come as a separate delivery, Sean. Well done. He's probably not a podcast listener, to be honest. He's probably just, uh, I don't know, prize pick. Well, I wasn't going to say prize pick. No, yeah, yeah, mate, just say it how it is. He could be a prize pick. But let me just say, look, I am the worst person when it comes to phone cables because I swap cars a lot, as you do occasionally. Well, you do a lot. Yep. And so I'm always pulling cables out and plugging them in. And mate, I've been through hundreds. But when it comes to Belkin, they last forever. Belkin, you know what I mean? Every every smartphone better with Belkin. Yeah, that's it. Um but the data, oh, I'm fascinated by the data that, that we got through the competition because it was a survey. Yeah, yeah, that we flogged. The and there was no doubt that the, because it's all about telcos, right? Mm-hmm. This is EFTM analytics coming. 44% yep. of respondents, so this is our data, Not it's not the genuine market, but it's, pr- it's a fucking big sample. Yeah, it's a nice 2,500. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, 44% of respondents have not switched telcos in the last five years. Wow. Okay. I'm not surprised. To be honest, it doesn't like surprise me, but here's the thing. Of the people that had switched in the last three years, mm. um, like a huge extra percentage of, of, of people were with mm. Kogan mm. or with Boost mm. or with those low-cost carriers. Yeah, yeah. So well, people, that. people that are switching yeah. Yeah. are saving money. They found the found little gold nuggets out like, there. Here's the thing. Even you, yeah. th- there's... There's just no excuse. No, there is. No, no. Because no, I no, travel because a lot no, no. and I don't have coverage if it's not Telstra. No, no. It's just true. You can be on, you can be Aldi. Yeah, you which is using the Telstra ne- network, yes. is it? Yeah. No, I need to see that Telstra logo on the corner, mate. I just that, that. See, that's just arrogance. But I'm happy. I've got a $49 deal. I think that's pretty good. How I'm much happy. data? Uh, 10 gig. That's not much at all. Yeah, but I don't really use any. I'm always on Wi-Fi. Always. If I go to a car launch, there's usually Wi-Fi. If I'm at home, there's definitely Wi-Fi. If I'm here, there's Wi-Fi. And if I'm anywhere else, I'm in the car and I'm not using any. So you do, how much do you use out of your 10 gig? Oh, mate, admittedly. Well, I went over because I had that Spotify fiasco. But I, I do get close, admittedly. Like, I get my little warnings. You know, you got a certain amount to go, two days to go. But uh, I reckon I've only gone over it a couple average, of times. The people told us that the average amount they have mm. on their plan is 30 gig. That's a lot. And the average they use mm. is 18. Yeah. I reckon that's over. I mean, I went through a porn phase, but like, it, there's sorry, Wi Fi now. <laughs> what? <laughs> Just. Well, why would you be. How could you be using on? 30 gig? Just people. But, and where? Well, a lot of people don't have where, home Wi Fi. Where too. are they? A lot of people don't have home Wi Fi. Ah. Uh, Some people don't, like, have yeah, any like, internet. Although they're renters, they don't bother with getting an internet connection. They're the people. And I guess if you commute people a lot on commute. the trains and stuff, yeah. I the, can see that. The average Joe. No, well, hang on. Mate, the average not, Joe doesn't drive 60 k's a day to get to work. Let me tell you that. I am average Joe. You don't commute. I do commute. Um, what? Okay. No, not on a train. I'm talking about people on trains. Mate, so. I caught enough trains. Don't worry about that. I, I spent the first 15 years of my life catching trains. Just up and down, up we'll, and down, up we've and all been down there. the east coast. Of Some people are still doing it, though. Yeah, that's I, what's staggering when you get I, on a train and you go. I can just train at least some of once these a week. Have been doing it for fifty years. Yeah, well, that's good. Is it? Yep, I've been driving a car for a long time, so they've been getting on the trains for a long time. So what's the difference? It's all modes of transport, bruh. All modes of transport. Oh, you know what? To be honest, I like trains. I enjoy the novelty of getting on a train. I do it at least once or twice a, a fortnight because I'm forced into that. Because you know, <laughs> I have to get out of a Porsche. Into a BMW <laughs> or something. <laughs> Average Joe. Average Joe. Just, yeah. I've got a Mazda 3 downstairs. No, Average it's a good, Joe. Good looking car. Yeah, it is. It's the sedan, the G25. It's a manual though, Trev, so you, you probably wouldn't like it. No, don't like manuals. That's I, was a, stu- I was stunned. I was a Flipsies yesterday. He's got a, he's got an Amarok. He bought a manual. Like, yeah, you but you will with all that talk. Is, did he get the V6? I couldn't tell you. It's just he he would have gone the V6. Cars, <laughs> he's had another car, Flipsies. He's had hundreds. He's had a lot like, of cars. I don't understand that whole process. But anyway. So, so in all, Cambridge Analytics, EFTM, whatever you want to call us, has drawn a lot of data from this. Yep. And we're going to... I've just made a few stories out of it. Have you? That'd be good, yep. Are they online? One of them is, yep. Which one? 
the, oh, the, the one, one that we're talking, about, one right we're talking about right so, now. So, okay. All right. Well, half of you basically aren't switching. It does pay to look around. There's no doubt about it. If you want to save some coin, it's probably you a are, good I idea. Will, I will say, though, 49 bucks is not a bad price for Telstra. A lot of people... Well, it's only because you uh, thankfully provided me with a phone, which will be taken off me at some point in the future, and then I'll go back to being, you know, just a everyday struggler. Are you with me? Yeah. Look at those two big kids. I used to give them Arnott's Milk Arrowroot. Okay, you ready? Oh, 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 Sorry, the kid wanted one with butter. Yeah, he did. Oh, that's oh. disgusting. Oh, it'd be okay. I've done that. I reckon no. I've done that. When I was in uh, Bathurst, um, someone in the house I was staying in, mm. very, very late at night, we were hungry and we couldn't find food, yeah, uh, yeah. had wheat bicks right. with uh, butter on it. Really? Yep. Wheat bicks with butter? No, no. A dry wheat bicks. What about with veggie? A dry wheat bick. People do it with Vegemite as well. Well, you need... On a dry wheat bick. Yeah, but the butter that's makes weird. it moist. That's weird. Sorry. Uh, arrowroot is a starch obtained from the rhizomes of several tropical plants. So it's an actual ingredient? Yeah. Really? That's unbelievable. I just thought it was a fucking crazy name they I came up I think it's like a form of um, flour, basically. Um, it's a bit more exotic. I bet you they're not using it anymore. No, it's so it's artificial arrowroot. Is that what you're saying? I'm just saying they're just using fucking flour and they're just making normal biscuits and they're just calling them arrowroot. Right, okay. It was very popular in the Victorian era and Napoleon said the reason for the British love of arrowroot was to support the commerce of their colonies. They are a good biscuit, the milk oh, arrowroot, though. Oh, it's solid. It is solid, yeah. Like, it's... Oh, would it be my go-to? Third. It's third yeah, yeah, behind the, uh, the niece and mm. the uh, scotch finger. Yeah, but... Yeah, exactly. Like, but if you were a... What do they call those people who put themselves in bunkers or build bunkers? Um, end of Earthers. Yeah, uh, doomsday prepper. Do, yeah, you'd have arrowroots in the basement, wouldn't I'd, you? I'd have some scotchies as well. Some scotchies in there. Some yeah, nice. yeah, I feel like they'd go they off. nice or nice? Uh, I, I don't know. Well, niece. niece is in France, isn't it? <coughs> yeah, but I call them niece biscuits because it's stupid to call them nice biscuits because they are nice biscuits. They are nice. You wish Tre- me? Trevor, on the weekend, um, not the weekend just past, but the weekend before that, I went to Darwin. Fuck. I've never been to Darwin. Like, I've got to be honest, I, I've, if, if, if I had the time, I'd set up a keyword search in my mail that would automatically archive any email that said invite and Darwin. I like Darwin. I like really? it. Yeah. Uh, look, it's got a certain appeal. I don't think I want to be is there that in another month's time. When it's hotter. But it's it's not the heat, Trev. It was only humidity. 30 degrees, 32 degrees. That's not hot. It's the humidity. Um, so it's a lot of Singapore. You just sweat, Trev. Like, like oh, I'd have to change shirts three or four times a day if I live there. It well, is. How many times has Shane Jacobson changed his shirt? He's a good friend of mine. He really, good really is. Mate, at the end of the, um, the, the whole thing, he comes up to me and he goes, uh, mate, uh, what's your number? I went, well, Shane, here it is. Get him on the line! And I rang him. Oh, do you think that's appropriate? Oh, just... Should we? Yeah, we can. You reckon? Yeah, we can. You ring him. But do you reckon... You don't think he'd be busy? No, I don't give a fuck. Ring him. Really? Yep, there's his number. Uh, okay. Well, <laughs> this is epic. Yeah, just... Is that it? Is yeah, that right? That's it. Okay, here we go. Oh, shit. <laughs> this is crazy. Test our friendship. <clears throat> this is obviously Kenny from that great show. What are we doing? Ring Shane Jacob. Remember, he won't know this number because he has your number stored, not mine. Yeah, that's true. So he's going to brush me. Okay. Hello, Shane speaking. Shane, g'day, mate. It's uh, Chris Bowen, mate. We spent some time in Darwin together last weekend at the Bridgestone World Solar Challenge. Yes, mate. How are you? Good, buddy. Look, I just, sorry, uh, we, we are doing a podcast at the moment. I know this has come as a surprise. You're not live on any form of radio, but you are certainly being recorded. Are you okay with that? As we speak. Right, right now. As we speak, yes. Yeah. So, look, you're We're up... being recorded. Look out. Yeah, exactly. Look, my colleague Trevor Long is also with me. We just thought we'll have a conversation about the World Solar Challenge and, and how it was about to play out. And we thought, well, why not ring you? Because we did exchange numbers. Shane, there's a very, we... there's a very important question. The reason we need to call you: How annoying is Chris Bowen? Yeah, look, I've, um, I've, I'm halfway through a thesis on that topic. <laughs> um, I'm currently a paid. Well, seven hundred and forty-six, to be honest, <laughs> and I've only and I've only got through he, the first impressions he made on this. <laughs> um, Thanks. And we spent days together, we, so we by the time it's finished, yep. Um, yep. yeah, look, I'm going to be doing it as a live performance, a one-man show. Yeah. Um, 
it's it's like it's like the cursed child, which yeah. I think he is. Um, <laughs> it's a two part performance, so you've got to come. It's over two days, wow. but. Wow. wow. So that's still a work in progress, as is his personality. Yeah, thanks for that, Shane. All right. <laughs> thanks for the summation, mate. Look, we don't want to harass you. You're probably busy. I know you're a busy man. But what a, it was an epic challenge. Um, there was a few dramas, cars getting blown off the road. There was even a fire. But did you you made it all the way to Adelaide yourself? Um, yeah, I did, without yeah. bursting into the plane. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, look, I did. Well, the truth was I actually I drove to um, Alice Springs with it, and then yep. we had to leapfrog. Um, get in front of uh, it. Get in front of it. Yep. Mm. Yeah, because the, the truth is, well, there's, there's two components to it. As we know, the cars are doing can easily do 100. In fact, at their top speed, some of them are topping 140, which they did at Hidden Valley, which yeah. Chris would know. But mm. um, in order, you know, we stop and get a story or, or get, grab some footage, and the cars yeah. ahead. It gets to the point. There's a point of no return where. Yeah. Yeah. Due to due to 130 in the Northern Territory, mm. 110 in South Australia, you just can't physically catch them, which is a, mm. which I think surprises a lot of people. So yeah, we have to jump ahead to get to the, uh, see the winners, and of course, as you know, the the, the team Nuna who are in the lead mm. with 100k to go, yeah. Um, yeah, have their car you know reduced to ash. Mm. And look, just finally, because we will let you go, but um, I, I thought it was fascinating listening to you and Chris talk uh, in your random videos that he made on his iPhone. Um, the one thing that struck me was your 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 you signed off in a, in a kind of humorous way, but it's genuine. You know, in the these are the kids, this, these uni students that are building these cars. These are the kids that will come up with a bit of technology that's a battery the size of a box of matches that'll last for days, isn't it? This is the future. It is the future, and I, and I keep saying, you know, we kept, you know, there's movies called Back to the Future, and then people discuss the future as something that's, you know, across our bonnet on the horizon. Like, we're standing in the future as far as the conversations, you know, even the three of us would have all had a million times over about the future of, of cars. Yeah. But not only that, never have I seen, I keep saying, never has the event been more relevant. It's interesting, we, you know, we drove through Catherine and we drove past a solar farm of 75 acres, yeah. uh, hectares, sorry, which is nearly 200 acres yeah. or so, of solar panels. And then we got to the accommodation in Alice Springs and the entire roof of the venue was covered in solar. Now, I was having a conversation about how much solar there was, which then went away from cars. This was over having a coffee with someone talking about the solar panels on their house, which I'm soon to do. And the conversation was um, around the guy who had solar panels on his roof. In fact, it was the general manager of Bridgestone I was actually talking to. And he, he was talking about um, what batteries he was and wasn't looking at going for for his house because he was waiting for the technology to get better. Right. And then ironically, we're saying, well, interestingly, we're standing in the working laboratory of battery testing and technology, which mm-hmm. is the World Solar Challenge. Exactly. Um, so it, look, I, I reckon the event's never been... Because when you know, I started on it five years ago, and people would go, "Oh, yeah, I've heard something about these little billy carts," and you know, but this, is this ever really going to end up in my driveway? Yeah. And we're going, and now I can, and now people, I guess, it's less work to, to convince people of the relevance of the event, yeah. Um, yeah. because yeah, as you say, battery technology in cars, we know what we need for that. But now, I mean, you, all of us as motor enthusiasts, there was no way we were saying. Can't wait for you know HSV to show us their new toy because I can't wait to bolt that to a to a windmill beside my house <laughs> so I can get off the grid. Like we never ever got to include those conversations in a at a domestic level, and now you know I, it, it is the future as we keep saying. But not only that, I keep saying selfishly. I can't wait to not pay for my own power. Not pay, exactly. No pay. That's what we're all about. <laughs> all right, Shane. Mate, sorry to ring you so randomly, but it just came up, so we did, and you answered, so we got lucky. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> no worries, guys. Catch you later, Have Shane. Have a good one. There he is, Shane Jacobson, and he is the Bridgestone ambassador for that particular event and in general. Man. Well, look, oh, that was a massive test of your... Uh, of, <laughs> <laughs> like, fuck, that worked. Because <laughs> yeah, that, let's be clear, people. Yeah. I mean, you know, Bowen would have been at this event. There would have been a couple of journos there, yeah. a bunch of, um, you know, Bridgestone people. Yeah. You certainly were with him multiple times. We saw mm. that on the videos. Oh, but we were hugging. You know, in these situations, mm. a bloke like that, and he's a, he's a genuine bloody celebrity. Oh, mate. Um, a bloke like that could easily forget a name. Yeah. Um, you know, need need many more cues mm. than what we just gave him to remember. And I, mate, full credit to him. What a champion. You know, yeah. like, I mean, often we go to these events and it is hard sometimes to mix with certain people yeah. because you're thrown into a, a group where you just don't know anyone. Yeah. 
like mate, I stuck to him like glue, and I think he stuck to me like glue, and we just got along. I don't know, yeah. it just did. It was really weird. But uh, anyway, so congratulations to the winners, which happened to be from Belgium. Now uh, we're the, just going to randomly ring people from our address books. Now? <laughs> I think we should, <laughs> mate. That the, there are some of those teams are backed by money. The, the the budget is bigger than some V8 supercar. I mean, they bring a, a, one of the Japanese teams flew trucks out. Yeah, you know, and it's twenty thousand dollars to send a car from um, LA to Sydney. So on a ship and the, the truck. truck. So huge but money. But Formula 1 teams don't even bring trucks to Australia. No, exactly. It's just like, look, it's not that entertaining to watch one of the teams live stream the whole thing via five cameras. You know, I think because it's not an East Coast event that there's a lack of interest in it um, compared to the Sydney to Hobart and, of course, our own big race back. No, no, that's a good example. And you mm. made that during yeah. one of your videos. Like, to be honest, yeah. the Sydney to Hobart is, apart from the start yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and the drama yeah, in the yeah. middle, it's not something you'd watch. No, it's not. Yeah, from end to end. And, and this is the same. I mean, it takes four days. <laughs> so, But anyway, look, there's several different categories and all the winners were there. So, unfortunately, the team that we were following, the Sydney University, Western Sydney University, they had electrical problems. They had all sorts of dramas throughout the whole thing. Thing. The scrutineers were so tough yeah. that we went to scrutineering day, and they had to chop the rear end of their their um, particular the canoe plate. shape off to to fit the number plate. But there was a lot of confusion over where the plates were meant to go. And anyway, that could have probably been better done. Look forward to going. They're told every two years um, since it started in '87. Those solar panels are now half the size that they used to be, and they go a lot lot quicker. So wow. progress is certainly happening. Here's value that's out of sight at Australia's Wonderland Wonder Park. Yeah! Australia's for only $29.95, Wonder Park gets you unlimited visits too. for a whole season. Do what everyone's doing. All get your Australia's Wonderland Wonder Pass now. You've got to do it. Yeah! Get out uh, there now and it's a business park. Doug Mulray. Doug Mulray. He was uh, inducted into the Radio Hall of Fame, I noticed, on the weekend. Yeah, good man. Good, good, good man. You know what? He's done well just to stay out of the spotlight for 20-odd years, hasn't he? He's just enjoyed his retirement. I mean, he's obviously done well with his money. Yeah, I think so. Because, like, he did a bit of TV uh, yeah. there as well, but uh, that didn't go well. Um, no, no. Kerry videos. Packer was <coughs> um, yeah. But it's not like he's been endorsing products or something. So he obviously just mm. did... Made smart decisions with his money early on, and he's yeah. been able to live off it that way. I think he did astonishingly well, to be honest. What a, what a genius! Yeah, he was. And man, it was, that was wild times back yeah, then. Yeah, but like, imagine. I'll, I'll give you an example. And I, mm. I love Kyle Sandlands. I've got no issues. Yeah, I think he's, I one, think of the, he's, one, he's one of the best broadcasters, be one of the best ever in in Australia, if not the world. Irrespective of what you think of what he yeah. says, sometimes. Yeah, we're we're talking. We're coming yeah. at this as it, from mm. a radio perspective. Mm. But let's compare the two. Mm. Doug Mulroy, right? Who just in terms of money, I'm just saying. Yeah. Doug wouldn't have earned anywhere near even on. You know, no, uh, inflation. Yep. What Kyle's earning now, right? No. I would hazard a guess. Yeah. Kyle wouldn't be as um, well set up with his money long term mm. as Doug was. No, I think Kyle is just because I think on he's whatever just he happy wants. and living, and he's he's living the money rather yeah. than thinking the money, which no, is luck completely. To him. Bring it bloody well on. Do whatever you want. That's how I'd be doing it. Do you reckon Kyle goes through car washes? Yeah, well, this became a massive burning hot topic, particularly in the man cave. If you'd like to join the man cave, just go to the, what is it? FTM Facebook page. FTM Facebook on page. <laughs> Click on groups and join the man cave. We want to get to a thousand. So look, for God's sakes, I um uh what was I driving? Renault McGowan this week. The review will be up on EFTM.com soon. And it, it was covered in dirt because I, I took it on its own rally course at one point. <laughs> Just to see how it went. It's four wheel drive and it did particularly well. So for the pictures, need to wash it. My local one was closed for some reason. Drove up the road to the shell. Uh, it's a Coles Express. Uh, it's got the brushes, you know, one of those drive-through ones. So I've gone in, waltzed in. I could see no cars in the driveway. I went, how good is this? I got pole. It's behind the service station, so yep. you can't see the driveway. Paid the 20 bucks. Got around, and there's just a car parked behind there in this one-lane alleyway, and there's no driver. No no sign of anyone. What? As a matter of fact, there's a Lexus. It was a Lexus vehicle that I blacked out the number plate, but not that good that you still couldn't read it, uh, apparently. Um, Who cares? Public. <laughs> exactly. So he's just blocking it. So I'm sitting there for a few minutes thinking, um, well, there's a white Camry a little bit further up. Maybe I don't know what's going on. So after 10 minutes, right, I got out of the car hmm. and had a closer look. I thought maybe he's asleep or something. No one in there. And then this bloke just waltzes out with his little pass, gets back in the car, and drives up to the machine. With, and he also had lots of chips and lollies and stuff, so he'd done a bit of a shop. He <laughs> made me wait. And that uh, particular car wash, I was two cars behind. There was a white Camry, which was waiting, and him. Yeah. 
takes 14, <laughs> just over 14 minutes, that car wash. It's for funny, one, I timed it recently. The last yeah. time I was with Harry in a there. car wash. No, no, just one oh, right. of the normal Shell ones. Yeah. And I timed it, because I'd never really thought about how yeah. long it takes. It's a long I one. Went, oh, my God. This I'd actually forgot to press stop, but I remember seeing it at 13 minutes. That's just, um, like... It's like, a lot of time. appreciate the hard work they put into it for <laughs> 20 bucks. But like, that's just not a go. Because what happened is, uh, you know, halfway through that 10-minute period I was waiting, someone pulled up behind me. So I was trapped. I was trapped. I couldn't even reverse out. So in future, I think if you're going to go to a car wash, you park out the front of the service station, or, or in my instance, you fuel up, yep. whatever you need to do, and then you go in, you pay all together, and you go around. I've never thought you about, even thought about um, yeah, pulling up that's just in, not, in the thing and then going in. That is like, and there's a viral video on Facebook I was watching because a lot of I watch a lot of Facebook videos. I just love that sort of stuff. Yeah, where these worrying, these anyway. these people um, of Japanese origin, um, <laughs> this woman in a car park stood in the car spot, so she was like a forward scout and stood in the car park that she wanted her husband to park in. She walked ahead and found one. Wow. And so this other bloke pulls up with his dash cam and goes, what are you doing? I want to park. And she goes, no, my husband's Ooh. over here. <laughs> and she, and they're having a blue. So you can't, that's like walking through the Macca's drive-thru. Like you can't just revert, reserve, <coughs> you can't reserve a spot by standing there. No, that's just not the go. That's not the go. And that's not the go what happened at the Coles Express I've never experienced the, the car wash thing. I'm trying to think of other experiences other than that. I have seen people stand in a car spot. Yeah. Just because it's you know a busy day and it's yeah. like well they've gone around the block or something it's like no, hang on a minute no, that's not a go first in best dress sorry yeah. Mate, like, that's the beautiful thing you know when you're in your car park and yeah. you're just everyone's in a queue you got about twenty meters between each other or whatever you're just going around slowly yeah, yeah. one guy goes past and then suddenly the reverse yeah, lights yeah. come on oh, on the car next to it that. and yeah. you no no yeah. coming out and you go oh boom, yeah, yeah I'm in yeah yeah and you put your indicator yeah, on yeah, and you're yeah, it yeah, yeah, you're yeah. it yeah, that's it that's great. I'll tell you what also those lights that indicated their spare spots particularly the airport. They don't work. Depends what style they have. What do you mean? There's many different companies that do it. Yes, there is. Uh, the ones at Hornsby Westfield are 99% accurate. 99%, yeah. No, Rouse Hill's crap. Because they've, they've got a single, they've got a sensor over each one and a single light for each thing. Right. Some of them have a sensor and a, and a light for the whole row kind of right. thing. Like, you've got to go individual lights per thing. It should be in the ground. It should be like a light sensor. But if something goes over it, it's dark. Just, yeah, but that's what's for. I reckon... Like if I could live vicariously through Jacko, yeah, yeah, that's what I'd want him doing as a as a kid. I'd want him finding a way to, like, if it was light sensor in the ground, I'd just put a bit of paper on the ground, <laughs> just fuck the whole car park up. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like because what they're doing now, they yeah. they sit about, oh, no. um, you know, a meter from the roof height, yeah. and they're just a little sensor that, that detects something. And at they're obviously roof cheap as because there's <coughs> thousands of them, yeah. so there's not exactly an expensive little module. Yeah, but, but anyway, the feud, mate, just let's just. Fast forward a bit, though. The yeah. reason those things are so cool yeah. is because in five years from now, when more and more car parks and mm. councils, like Lane Cove, they have sensors in the mm. in the road, mm. so that if you put your money in your meter mm. and you try and top it up afterwards, yep. it won't let you top up because you uh, didn't move the car. That's good. You got to you got to go out. Yeah, the sensor's got to see daylight. Stop those dirty You got to go sheets. back again. Yeah, and, but all that all that information, mm. even though people have data privacy worries, whatever, yep. it'll mean that I can, in ways or something cloud. I can say I want to go there. Yep. And they can go right. Well, there's a there's an abundance of spots. Well, this is already just like happening. on a train now. They have those things that say you know it's full. The carriages are full and empty based on the weight. The Audi Connect system has access to something called Parkopedia, and the Blue Emu car park at uh, Sydney Airport, for example, yeah. it, it'll tell you how many spots are there via obviously some well, sort hundreds. Of when would they even not be? A <laughs> spot That's there? what I was thinking. <laughs> Probably not the best <laughs> place to start. I mean, want to be a fucking busy period for that car park to be full. When is that ever full? I don't know. Um, <laughs> I, I might tell you which part of the car park to park okay, in. Yeah. I don't know. But look, I'm just saying, you know, Trev, as yep. the leader here at EFTM hmm. and the one that what I report to, I am, the next time this happens, I'm going to go fully rogue like you see on some of those yep. road rage videos and ram that fucker. Really? Ram that fucker out of his spot in a press car. <laughs> all right. And then fucking just trash the whole car wash and go nuts. Well, I'm just going to suggest what? that you take a notepad and a pen. Yeah. And your little backpack's full of all the shit that you carry around with you. Yeah. And do what I did here the other day. What did you do when here? When little Mazda 2 parked over across the way in my spot. Because oh. I consider the spot across. Yep. I like to not park in front of the office. Yeah, I noticed that. Just, I feel like it's good. Because when, when I'm here on my own, it means couriers can pull up. Mm. And when you're here, it means that there's a space. Well, I just, I just, I've, I've, I've decided that's my spot over yeah, there, but right? Yeah, but I don't like sun. I don't give a fuck about the sun. Look at my cars. Yeah, true. So, it's fucking Mazda 2 parked over there today. I waited all day. Yeah. All day, and I yeah. went. That's it. They've been there yeah. all day. All day. And I yeah. just went, this is not on 
uh, uh, what I say, this is not a, yeah. an open car spot. Yeah. Please have some respect. Yeah. Just put it on. I felt a bit bad because it was clearly a woman's car. And there was a big handbag, and there was like well, I could no, tell there was woman's mate, stuff if in the they car. Want to be equal? I'm they sorry. Go, they can cop a spray. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you <laughs> maybe don't road rage the car, okay? Okay, probably. Yeah, right, but not. All my friends like a drink made with Bacardi rum. Yeah. What? Do you know why? No. It's a Bacardi. Uh, Try this. Uh, Pour a little Bacardi over ice yeah. and sip it. That's the real taste of Bacardi. I don't drink. Subtle. With a character all its own. Oh, yeah. And then you can add a splash of anything you like. Yeah. Discover the real taste of Bacardi. Sip it oh, before you mix it. Never tasted Sip Bacardi. Before you mix but it. Oh, how old are you? Uh, 39. 39. Yeah. Thank you. I get 40, bro. Just describe, don't have to read it out, but describe what that is. Thanks I'm showing for Bacardi you. for the advertising. Well, hey? I just had a picture of that. The New South Wales no, Historic yeah. Vehicle. Yeah. Okay. What is that? What is that? What, yeah, it's a, what is it? It's a number plate. It's a number historic plate. number plate. Historic number plate. Yeah, for what a vintage a, car. For a vintage car. Yeah. How old is it? Yeah, this is. Oh no, I've noticed this. I'm starting to feel real well, old, baby. Supra. It's so what, like a ninety. A it's, it's a now? eighty-six Toyota Supra. It's, 30, it's years. thirty years. I'm driving this That's morning, scandalous. and and a Toyota Supra with a P plater at the wheel. Yeah. From I think it's about an eighty-six, eighty-seven model. That's a scam. Has that has a historic number plate? Does that is that a requirement, or <coughs> you just no, ask for it? No. So here's the thing. It should I, just say bomb. New South Wales bomb. So I I thought I looked it up. Shit. Um, that's, so a, that's a G. The, the Lee that does all of our merchandise yeah, uh, yeah. from the good people at Scooter um, has Ooh. a EH Holden, I think it yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. Um, beautiful, like mm. beautiful car. In great condition, in the garage, historic number plates. Wow. Now, I haven't read the exact details. I've got it in front of me from the from the uh, government. But he told me that basically the rule is, A, you've got to be a member of a club. Yeah. Yep. So you're a member of a club. You've got an old car. Yep. That's the first eligibility criteria. And secondly, you can only drive it X number of weekends per year. Mm. And you've got to keep a logbook of that. So you yep. drive to the classic car show. You drive. Sure. This was a fucking P-player driving to school. <laughs> it's a G-up. So, Why Audi 90 would have been eligible? Uh, historic vehicles must be close to as original condition as possible with no alterations except for safety features like seatbelts and turn indicators. Handy. Can it be left-hand drive? Is uh, that the threshold? Vehicles converted from left-hand drive yeah. to right-hand drive are allowed provided the vehicle otherwise meets all requirements. Right. I don't know about just generally in left-hand vehicles. It gets around 30 years. Um, and I, I, vehicle use. Historic vehicles can be used for events organised by roads and maritime recognised historic vehicle clubs or community organisations, mm. um, provided an official invitation has been received and recorded by the club in official minutes or a day book. Yeah. Historic vehicles can also be used on a road or road-related area for servicing within a short distance of their place or the inspection of the vehicle. If a longer v- journey is necessary, the operator must notify the club. There's no fucking way this P-plate notified the club. And it looked a bit banged up, <clears throat> didn't it, from the rear, from what I could oh, see? I mean, it wasn't. Was it in good nick? Like, it's not. I mean, the Supra is an iconic Mate, car. There's this no thing doubt is about not it. concourse condition. No, it's not. <laughs> He's having a lend, but I like it. But I've got to tell you. I don't like the look of the plate, to be honest. There's, there's a couple of issues. What's that noise? Siri. Oh. There's a couple of issues. Yeah. I really love that Supra. It's one of my... Yeah, it's, it's beautiful. that area that I really yeah. love to Supra. I don't yeah. like the new one. No. Um, well, that's I, cool. I really I like this one. <coughs> what do you um, like about the new one? Oh, I just think it's ugly at the front. Okay. Um, <laughs> smashed. Well, no, I'm, but that's... No, not, you're entitled to your view. I'm all about looks when it comes to what cars. What about the place for the number plate for some cars? That, well, that's poor. You know why that's happened with Paul? Because no, because it's no, I said it's poor. But anyway, no, we're talking about a, yeah, a motoring journalist. They don't Maric. have that rule in, in Japan. No, no, no. I'll tell you what has happened. Hmm. Uh, and, and I can say this: he's an ambassador for my plates. What do you mean? <laughs> well, the equivalent of my plates down there, right? And he's an ambassador for them, so yeah. they wanted him to display this particular number plate on that particular car. Yeah, but why could? But is are you talking about no, it being well, offset or being Japanese? Me being offset <coughs> and being Japanese, it was a part of the deal. But if you do want to have it centrally mounted, he just didn't want it drilled into the bodywork. Nah, right. Yeah, so that was one thing as well. But everyone, anyone buying a Supra has to drill spots in a in the front yeah, bodywork of the car. Pretty much, yeah. But that's the same. I mean, you wouldn't drive a Lamborghini without a front number plate, would you? <laughs> well, I have and got pulled over for it, but they never find me. And then you shit yourself and made me come and get the car. It was filthy. You were their conversations. <laughs> <laughs> car was that was an Inventador. Yeah, it was yeah. a big red Aventador. Yeah, and I'm driving around the back streets of Windsor and the cops pull me over because there's no front <coughs> number plate. And I said, mate, the dealership said they can't fit one and it's got exempt. And it is. Anyway. It is. They got out and took pictures and everything and said they'll send me a fine if they, their sergeant agreed and they didn't. Here's my problem. Yeah. I'm feeling real old. 
Yeah, well, like a Supra is, that I grew up with, and yep. went, that's a good car, yep. that's a desirable car, now has historic numbers. Get used to it because what's going to happen soon is you'll tune into an easy listening station like 2CH and you'll hear Eminem. <laughs> All right? And that'll be fucking. That's the day where I may consider just that's going. That's the day the music dies. Yeah, that's the day the music dies. <laughs> <laughs> Don McLean yeah. and Eminem. Yeah, you hear a great announcer like Peter Bergram, just easy listening, sitting and back while having a next sandwich. Up is Love the way you yeah, laugh. Yeah. Eminem <laughs> featuring Rihanna. And here comes Drop It Like It's Hot by Snoop Dogg, motherfucker. Imagine George Illich doing <laughs> George Illich doing Eminem <laughs> talk breaks. He'd love it. You know, well, you know what, Trev? I don't see why that won't happen. Maybe not for another 20 years. Well, no, but think about radio formats. We're getting very radio nerdy this episode. Yeah. But, um, Smooth is essentially just, you know, it's mm. the old, you know, it's old songs, but with a bit of a relaxed mix about it. But it has, it's degraded a little bit from its smooth yeah, yeah, yeah. mantra. But like WSFM, mm. my kids play a game whenever we get in the car, turn the radio on, they go, how many songs in a row can dad recognise? Yeah. And mate, I'm, I'm like spotting records bang, bang, with, bang, with WSFM, bang, bang. it's my yep. go. Yeah. But like there'll come a time when they... Their, their music is so old because they're, yeah. they're playing to that generation. There's a cutoff. So that's what it'll feel like. We don't. They don't play wartime music anymore, like the. But see, like, like Vera the, Lynn. But that's the thing. It pushes forward. CH yeah, did for a that's while. That's what didn't I mean. It? Yeah, they probably did. Glenn Miller. They're all Glenn there. Miller band. The Andrew Sisters. Did, 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 did. Yeah. Anyway, it's all good. It's good stuff. All right. So, um, historic cars. Yeah, uh, the, I'm the feeling other, very old. One more thing about number plates. What about the letter Q in Victoria that went uh, to auction? Um, four hundred, and I think it was hundred eighty thousand. That's crazy. Uh, you, like you'd have to put on an Aston Martin for for Q, yeah. For Q, James yeah. Bond. I'm glad you got that trick, because I was going to refer to you as a previous employee. Nah, no, nah, I'm not that fucking stupid. We've shared the load together to build a better land. We forged a bond that goes beyond. Hey, mate. The living standards of all Australians depend on our farmers. We'll never break that give and take Because everyone can see That you can't take the country can't take the country No, you can't take the country out of our country. I don't know if that's racist. Or what are they saying? Like, that was 1982. You can't take the country out of our country. Is that about land ownership? Like, you know, the Chinese coming down and buying our farm? We're still talking about the same shit today. Did we have this conversation on air on the podcast about John Williamson or not? Hey, True Blue. True Blue. No, I think it was off air. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I've had a lot of music revelations in the last three weeks. I was listening to Henry the other day. Let's go through it. The first one was True Blue. Let's go through it. Hey, True True Blue. We can't play music here. But, but Hey True Blue is it me and you. Um, bring up the lyrics, Bodog. Bring them up. I am. Google it. Well, do it on your computer so I can see it as well. <sighs> Bottom line, what I felt like as I listened intently for probably the first time in 40 years to that song. Yeah, it's a good song. Um, I felt like it was saying, like, if you weren't if you weren't a fair ninkum Aussie. You should go. You, You're a dying you, breed. You weren't, you weren't there. Give it to me straight Face to face, face, are you really disappearing? Just, just another, another dying, dying race. race. So he's saying the true blue Aussie was dying, mm. you know, or, or is he just saying what is the definition of true blue? Because he's mm. saying is it just Vegemite, you know? Like I don't know. You I can just bear the label. You tie it up with a wire just to keep the show on the road. I just feel like that second verse yeah, yeah, yeah. where he says, um, "Give it to me straight, face to face, or are you really disappearing?" Is like it standing by a mate when he's in a fight, or is it just Vegemite? Jeez, he did some good rhyming. <laughs> Good rhyming. No, it's, yeah. it's classic rhyming mm. lyrics. But So I felt that was just a bit, oh, mate, I don't know that that would cut it today. Yeah. Oh, I love the song. Who's playing Hey True Blue? I mean, there'd be some country stations well, Spotify, there. mate. I've got a lot Hawks, of high Hawks rotation. Radio. Yeah, I play it regularly. Um, the live version. Have you heard the live yeah. version? Excellent. Yeah, it's always live, it appears. What? The, the version that always comes up is live. Oh right, no. Yeah, well, yeah. See, he's in the in the live version. I've I that appears in mine now and then. He says I've always wanted to record, you know, record this live or something yeah. like that. But look, if the, if a movement starts good. that says that that song's I'm racist, out. I'm out. I'm out. Yep, I'm moving to the so, country. I'm just going to say I've knocked off for a smoko, and I'll be back later on. Because the other revelation I had, Bowen's <laughs> <laughs> just literally throwing the headphones. Throw the other revelation I had. What have you got? Was Kenny Rogers? Yeah. The gambler. The gambler. You know the song. One of the greats. He's sitting there. He's on a train. There's a bloke sitting opposite him. He bums a cigarette. Yep. He then drinks his whiskey, and he gives him advice on um, gambling. Yeah. You know? Yeah. We all know it. You know it in a hold'em. 
yep. know when to fold them. Yep. I'm going to know when. You know, so I'm driving back from mum's. Right, yep. Six-hour drive. This is in our right. The kids and I have a playlist. This is in the list. Yeah. And I, 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 the song ended and I went, oh, my God. What? Oh, my God. And the kids are going, what? I went, he's dead. He's, is he? The gambler's dead. He goes, um, uh, what? Scroll, scroll up, scroll up, scroll up, scroll up. Scroll Scrolling up, up, scrolling he up. He goes, oh, man, I've got to find the lyric now. Uh, oh, here we go. So, and when he finished speaking, he turned his back towards the window, crushed out his cigarette, and faded off to sleep. sleep. And somewhere in the darkness, the gambler he broke even. But in his final words, I found an ace that I can keep. Oh shit! He fucking died. Holy shit! He fucking died in front of him. That's really. He gave him all this advice. That's so depressing. And then he butted out his cigarette. Yeah. Fell asleep and died in his sleep because he said the best that you can hope for. Yeah. Is to die in your sleep. In the in the verse before, yeah. he says, "Here you go." And and so this is the gambler. gambler. The gambler says, "Because every hand's a winner, every mm. hand's a loser, and the best that you can hope for is, is to, to die, die in your, in your sleep. sleep." And then he fucking fell asleep. That fucking Kenny Rogers. Mate, he died. Can you be any more cryptic, Kenny? He died. Did you know that? No, I haven't really looked at the words before. It's unbelievable. Crushed out his cigarette and he faded off to sleep. We should ring a listener and see if they knew. That's bullshit. What do you think? Yeah, ring him. Who are we ringing? Oh, hang on. I've got to, do, I've got to protect my number. <laughs> Beryl from Blacktown, hello. <laughs> you never count your money. When you're sitting at the table, there'll be should, time enough for counting when the dealing's done. Remember Sonia, the um, Portland uh, Mills mayor? Yeah. yeah. I don't know why that just came to my mind. Yeah, I do. Anyway, good times. Yeah. Um, here we go. I'm going to call a listener. This is, uh, this is Josh. Josh. Hello, this is Josh. Josh, Trevor Long, and Chris Bowen. Hello, Josh. Hey, how you doing? You're live. Or well, you're not live. You know, a podcast not live, but you're being recorded. Okay? Yep. No, yep. oh, good. You got a fucking problem with that? <laughs> <laughs> not at all. This Listen. is a call a random listener segment in case you didn't know, Josh. Clearly. Yeah, I've heard it. Yep. <laughs> yeah, oh, he's, <laughs> oh, he's heard, heard it. it. Oh, okay, good. He's Josh, I need to know, um, you aware of the song Kenny Rogers, The Gambler? I am, yeah. You aware The Gambler's Dead? Was like, not aware of that. The gambler dies the in the gambler song. The gambler dies in the song. The gambler's advice is not just you know when to hold him, you know when to follow him, but he says the best that you can hope for mm. is to die in your sleep. And then mm. he turns towards the window, he butts out his cigarette, and he falls asleep. And in his final words, Kenny finds some solace and, and some advice. The fucking gambler's dead, mate. <laughs> mate Sorry to tell you it. that. <laughs> Sorry, Josh. Are you alright? It is sad (laughs) It is sad (laughs) Let's all have a minute silence Hang on one sec Okay that's enough That's enough (laughs) Josh are you a Spotify Or an Apple Music user? Apple Music Okay well mate I need you to listen to Kenny Rogers the Gambler Yep Are you in an office Or do you work for yourself? Uh, In an office Have you got like loudspeakers Can you play it to everyone And let them all know? (laughs) Oh I probably can do that How would that go down? Like are you the boss Or where do we no, start? no, definitely not. No, no. none of our listeners <laughs> are the boss. What sort of thing you do for a quid? Oh, <laughs> uh, mate, we uh, basically sales of all sorts of cool stuff. Um, so oh, we're uh, distribution company, effectively. So yeah, we we sell Goal Zero products that you guys have reviewed before. Oh and, uh, yes, and well, uh, along with uh, a bunch of other phone products and uh, consumer tech products. What yeah, well, Goal Zero they do car. What do they do? A solar uh, or sol- solar, solar power and, and storage uh, yeah. for. Well, mate, just load up the truck, reverse <laughs> it up to the office. A- FYI, we don't have a forklift, yeah. but... We'll put you on hold and we'll, we'll send you our address. We'll, we'll, help you, we'll help you unload, all right? Exactly. Hey, Josh, mate, thanks for being uh, a loyal listener. Thanks for joining the Man Cave. Thanks for having some fun with us over time. And, uh, mate, we'll send you a water bottle and a pen. That's yeah. the best I can offer. That's Sounds awesome, got. mate. No, I lo- love the podcast. Keep it up. All right, all right mate. Buddy. Thanks, R- mate. RIP the gambler. <laughs> See you, buddy. Just Fair random. <laughs> Talk well, about random. I mean, you know, mate, he's going to pass that on. Oh, well, I'm going to pass it on as well. Uh, I tweeted it and I got very yeah. little interaction. I was very disappointed. Well, I'll go home because Henry's home today and I'll go home later on after office what? hours, obviously. He's home. What? He's home. He's home. Wait, my is wife's he on his home. own? Oh, right. No. I'm going to go to Henry. There's some things you need to learn in life. <laughs> and before I get to the birds and the, and the butterflies yeah, and the forget bees. Forget the birds and the bees. I've got to tell you about the gambler. And, and like, I think you go in twofold. You say, listen, gambling can be awesome. Obviously, yeah. gamble responsibly. Um, 
you need to, it's illegal to not say those words, gamble responsibly. Oh, yeah, it is, yeah. yeah. Do, but then you say, listen, apply to us? here's some information. Mm. Uh, know when to hold them, know when to fold them. Yeah. This is important. Yeah. Every hand's a winner, every hand's a loser. Yeah, that's true. So there's some big things. Big things. But, mate, the gambler's dead. He's dead. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Henry. Sorry to break that tip. Henry but hasn't had to deal with death yet, but... No, he hasn't. Can I just tell you something, Trent? <laughs> Can I just tell you something? I don't know. Um, did your kids go through a shouting phase? Not shouting in anger. They still are. Like, mate, I'm just here, Henry. Yeah, I know, mate. Victoria You'll just come and go, Daddy! And I'll go, Yes! And you go, The car crashed! I'll go, I know, I watched you do it! You go, Daddy! I go, Yes, Henry. Boris is on the floor! Boris is out vacuum. I was going to say, he's on the floor of Parliament? What's, what's going on with <laughs> Boris Johnson? <laughs> Boris is out vacuum. I knew vacuum. we followed politics, just Henry. Just stop but shouting, Henry. Like Just this morning, I went, Mum, I hope you have a really bad day. Because I've had him for three days consecutively. She went, well, sort of. She went to the military tattoo, military tattoo with the things, her things, her mum and her sister. <laughs> <laughs> so I, didn't, I had him all weekend. And I've just been <laughs> shouted at all weekend. Oh, mate. You know what's good? I've got an Eve. You know those Eve uh, sprinklers? The the um, the water. Tap. The, the spr- what's it called? The Eve, tap. Eve Aqua. Okay. Eve Aqua. So Henry loves the hose. Loves it, right? But he doesn't know that it's smart connected. So he thinks <laughs> that he's, it's just magic. That when oh, he says right. go, it turns on. But I'm mate, doing it in the background. Smart magic's the best thing. It's black magic almost. Anyway. <laughs> all right. She comes whispering by, she plays her part Got the ticket in my hand, got the dream in my heart She says, go for it Lady Luck's by your side, come take the dream ride And I'll be riding high when I win the lottery When Lady Luck shines a lottery It's a better bet, no just what I'll get Got my lottery tickets, sweet Lady Luck and me when I win the lottery, that'll be the day. Now, Trev, 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 Trev. Google Home is ugly. The, okay. the, the speaker itself is ugly. The <laughs> mini isn't all that attractive. No. I think you'll find in the long household that uh, Amanda frowns upon such devices being scattered throughout the house Correct. like they are in my house. Yep. So, over the last three weeks, it's got to go back this Thursday, which I'm very disappointed about, but that's just how it works because it is a $1,000 speaker and I'd expect them to want it back. Is it Clipsitch? Clipsch. 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 That a great American sound brand. That they're just premium audio engineers have created this fantastic speaker, which looks something like from the mid-century. Uh, it's got beautiful walnut uh, wood framing, this, you know, cloth wrapping around it. It looks very retro, and it produces amazing sound. It's about, I'd say, just over a foot long, probably 10, 20 centimetres tall, on top, lovely metallic buttons. But the thing is, it's a Google speaker. It is smart-connected Bluetooth mm. speaker. It is absolutely beautiful. And that's the thing about the Google system. You want, now, in this day and it's age, you want everywhere. these things to be part of your furniture. Yeah. You don't want random little things that just don't match anything in your house. And this thing looked great, particularly on the 1920s uh um, wardrobe-style piece of cabinet I didn't want we inherited from my uh, wife's uh, grandma. It looked fantastic. Yeah, it does. Absolutely fantastic. And the sound it produced... Oh, I, I think it looked like nice on a modern bit of furniture too. Don't, it don't probably would as well, exactly. It depends on where you place it. The sound was tremendous. It was loud enough literally for it would piss the neighbours off eventually. There's no doubt about that. You know, pretty decent base. <clears throat> We're talking about a thousand dollar product, as there, I there's said. There's four little dots on the top. Is that where this Google Google? Is that the Google? That's talking? just indicating that Google is functioning. That's all it is. Okay. There's a pairing button. There's a volume button. There's no way to EQ the sound or anything like that. It's not immersive. I mean, I know a lot of the Sonos stuff and all that sort of thing is quite immersive in terms of the sound. You are aware that it's all just coming from this box over in the corner, <coughs> but uh, it is capable of doing that whole multi-room thing. So you'd want to buy a few of them, have a bit of coin up sleeve expensive product but check out the review i i think we'll see more and more of these types of speakers with that connectivity built into them that actually yeah. look good <clears throat> like jbl sony yeah. um there's definitely a few on the market oh, there's already a couple so, around already so but a lot of them are not just cylinders wrapped in cloth yeah but they're essentially just like bluetooth speaker yeah. style products yeah um that have been enabled yeah uh, i think jbl has uh four different sized ones that you can get yeah but this thing is like it's a classic looking speaker that doesn't. I don't think it's retro. 
I think yeah. it's just classic. Oh, well, you're probably right. You, you can say I mean? that as well. Yeah, it's, classic. it's a classic piece of furniture. It looks almost antique. It all, you can get a black veneer one as well with black cloth, and I think there's also a gold cloth, which really looks nice. Um, so check it out. I mean, you know, you, it's a lot of money to spend. There's probably more affordable uh, ways to get sound if that's what you want. Like, you wouldn't buy it if you had a really small apartment because it really can get quite loud. Yeah, but it's the kind of thing that is, the whole purpose of it is it's meant to be your lounge room speaker. Back in yeah. the day, yes, you had a hi-fi system, you mm. had the turntable, the yeah. cassette, the yeah. radio, the, the amplifier, yeah. the speakers. Yeah. Today, given we stream yeah. and, and we Bluetooth and we do, like that thing sitting mm. will, as you said, fill the room in the yeah. same way that an old hi-fi system did. Pretty much. There's no doubt about <laughs> it. But can I just ask you a question about TVs and Bluetooth? Yeah. How you review a lot of new TVs? Do, it seems to me most of them don't have Bluetooth. Bluetooth for what? Like to stream this TV speaker to a Bluetooth speaker. No, no, not the other way. No. No. Why no. don't they do that? Because the TV you'd use HDMI to go to a soundbar. Yeah, but maybe people don't want to do that. Well, don't buy a bloody clip speaker for there your TV. There must be some <coughs> TVs that can do it. There might be, but... I think it's a forgotten feature. don't think it would be... Because I'll tell you why. Because I, I mean, I'll, I'll put that TV outside, as you know. And that was the first thing I thought. I thought, shit, I can't cop this TV speaker sound. Did they do Bluetooth sound? And they, 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 did, they don't. Because that would have been a lot easier and cheaper than buying a soundbar for my outdoor TV. You bought a very expensive one. Oh, I didn't. It was 500 That's a lot of money for an outdoor soundbar. It was on sale, too. It was 799 It was a demo straight off the floor. had a dent in it. Fucking amazing. Dolby Atmos. It's really good. I need Dolby Atmos outside. Feels like I am. Okay. Well, Feels luck. like the sound going everywhere. Should come around, Trev, have barbecues. Mate, invite me. No. Fuck. Well, we don't do barbecues. You know, we don't do nights. <coughs> All right. You okay with that? Turn your shit. Beef up your suspension with Pedders. Yeah. Australia's number one suspension specialists. Cropper Independent testing has shown after 50,000 kilometres, many shock absorbers are no longer efficient. They need to be replaced before it's too late. Pedders can supply their proven shock absorbers for all makes from only $60 a pair. For any car, for any type of driving. Beef up your suspension with Pedders. Australia's number one suspension specialists. Available at these convenient locations. I remember, yeah, I went to Pedders at West Gosford on Man's Road once in my Audi 90, and I thought, because they used to have that 10 or 15 point yeah, free, yeah, yeah. free check, and they draw, and there was like a graph. <clears throat> it was a fucking disaster. They came out, and they said, mate, like, I wouldn't even be driving this thing. We're not sure you can let you go. And I said, well, I'm going, because, like, I'm not paying all this money. Like, Give me the graph. And, like, the graph just showed everything was lopsided, and it's just not good. Anyway, that wasn't a good car. Um, during the week, um, over the last month, actually, um, there's been a lot of conjecture in my neighbourhood about just exactly what is happening with bin night. Oh. Um, we received notification from the Hawkesbury Council back on Aubrey, uh, August 26 that they were going to change bin night. Now, that's fine. Um, um, for whatever reason, they decided to change bin night. So we were Tuesday. Uh, that was moved to Wednesday. It only applies to general waste, um, which is which is good. I didn't read the fine print, so I, I just thought it was widespread and also applied to green waste and the yellow bin. Uh, but it doesn't. But so what's happened is I don't think anyone's <laughs> read the letter. No one's read the letter. <laughs> no one has read the letter. And and we've all become midnight pervs. We midnight walk pervs. Yep, we walk walk out the front and we go, Oh well, old mate up the roads put his green out, so it must be green. He'd be in the loop. But then you turn to your right and you notice that old mate's put his yellow bin out. And so that obviously puts you in a state of flux, Trev, in a state of confusion. And you wonder who's the smartest bloke. Hmm. Now my, my old mate across the road, not the sharpest tool in the shed. So, but I still went with him because you know what? He's a he's a he's a he's a man of the people. He's a he's a courier driver. He's um he he's sharp in certain areas. And I thought, yeah, I reckon he'd know what he's he's doing. Yeah, but he didn't. No. So for, so, so you followed his lead. Followed his lead. Recycling wasn't done, even though it was overflowing. So I've had to have recycling for you know just overflowing for weeks. Same thing with the green. So Hang what on, happened so you, was you, I you, ended you. up out of sync. Like, I'm out of sync. The cactus is still in my green bin, even though the Croatians next door have been doing it right. And then there was one instance where I refused to – well, I just left the yellow bin out. I said, well, fuck, they must come on Thursday now, or it must be Friday. I'm just refusing to bring in. So it sat out there like a shag on the rock all weekend during rain, hail and shine through the darkness, and I just left it there and left it there. And I said, well, it's got to come next week. And then finally it came. But – I, at one point, I had three bins out. 
And the street, <coughs> the street looked like a Rubik's cube because there were so many different coloured bins out. It's. Have you read the letter from the Hawkesbury City, City Council? Hmm. It literally has been written by someone who has an agenda to confuse people. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, Hawkesbury City Council, but your letter makes about as much sense yes, we as an ashtray on a motorbike. Um, if I can find it just quickly here, Trev, while you just maybe pat in the background Look, or something. <coughs> well, let, let me let me bring you into my drama. Yeah. We got an email. Yep. Or actually, frankly... I got a text from my wife, so yep. therefore I don't know how we got this notification because it certainly wasn't the post. Yep. Tuesday A, it's moving to Tuesday B. Tuesday A is moving to Tuesday B. So, you know, basically every address you're either an A, a B, or a C, I guess, yep. in, in our shire. Yep. And shire, you don't live. There's only two shires. Wild well, council, mate, you idiot. Is it Hawkesbury Shire? Yeah. What are you talking about? Oh, mate, I thought it was only Wyong Shire and Sutherland. Sutherland. Okay, mate, it's written on the logo. Calling yourselves the Shire. Hawkesbury Shire Council. Well, we call ourselves Hawkesbury City, which is stupid. Okay. Well, that's, that's fucking ridiculous not is what a, that is. We're not a city. Anyway, so, like, the A people are getting their bins, you know, in one week, and yeah. the B people are getting their uh, the green bins that week. So, <clears throat> here's my problem. I actually normally have the, the website link mm. to the PDF saved somewhere on my phone so I can just look it up if I, if no one's moved first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I live in an area where it's pretty much 50% retirees. Yes, because they've lived there since, since they were families. Yep, and, since and Landcom the, built them. Exactly. Yep. And 50% new young mm. uh, residents. Yeah. The oldies, you assume, frankly, they've got more time on their hands. Mm. Uh, they're aware of the bin situation. Oh, yeah. They, they, they live and breathe that shit. So basically, yeah. I'm just going to follow. Yeah, yeah. I walk out. I put What I do, my strategy is... I so pull you're the, lucky. I put the red bins out first. Yeah. Because we've got two of them. Yep. I walk out to the to the curb, mm. and I look down the street, and I go, yellow. Yeah. Cool. Like someone's See, moved. you've got an advantage. We're someone's all young moved. families. We're all young families. So now... And a young suburb. I, given this revelation yeah. in our place, I'm not sure I can trust looking down the street and assuming no. that the oldies have actually checked the website. You know what I've learned in life? Just don't trust anyone but yourself. All right? right? From wow. now on. Wow. The, this is exactly... Let me just... See if you can comprehend this. Residents who already receive morning collections will not have any changes to their collection times. For starters, I don't know what time it came. The changes to general evening waste are being made following a review by the council. Council's review of the general waste uh, service collection schedules established that morning and afternoon collections would provide safe work conditions and improve customer service. In light of this, all general waste collections will be conducted during the day in order to maintain an efficient, safe and reliable general waste collection to all residents. But... Only areas that currently have evening waste collection times will change, which will apply to around 50% of the Hawkesbury residents. For residents who had evening collections, the general waste will now be collected earlier in the day on the next business day. For instance, if the general waste was conducted Thursday evening, it will now be collected on Friday. During the day, residents will be required to put their general waste bin out before 4am on the day of collection. Before 4am? Yep. The new waste collection schedule will enable waste management staff to cover landfill during the day. This will also improve safety for waste management staff because morning and afternoon collections will allow all waste to be visually checked before being covered. Like, what the fuck? What does that even mean? Sunday evening will change to Monday. Monday will change to Tuesday. Tuesday will change to Wednesday. What are they Wednesday. talking about with landfill? That's what I mean. So it's all about the tip. It's all about working conditions at the tip. They're going to check our, check our rubbish. Why are they checking it? It's rubbish. They're going to scrutinise it because people... Some people put the wrong stuff in the yellow bin, like you know. I oh, know that I get. Yeah, but that's not landfill. No, true, true. That's recycling. So as you can see, I. But here's my other problem. You talk about times. Yeah. Man, it's Tuesday. I don't know. Just put the bin out. <laughs> it's Tuesday. I know. And, I, and it's all always gone by the time I get home. Well, see, that's now changed. I put it out as they suggest from Tuesday. It's changed to Wednesday, but it's coming on Thursday. No, no one knows what's going on. Look at that! I put pictures up from my Nest camera, and there's just bins there, bins there. Three bins at one point behind the Porsche McCann. You can read the full review at eftn.com. The bloke next to me put his out on Monday. Like, oh, it's chaos. But that's overflowing too. Yeah, well, he I don't know. He's just going. It's not allowed. Oh, maybe they'll see it and come early. That's what he thought. But anyway, there's proof at seven o two in the morning that it did come eventually. Oh. Look, Trev. There's been a lot of angst, okay? A lot of angst. I find it's fascinating that some places still use um, uh, people running behind the truck. Yeah, but like city, inner city, it's you can't have that big hand. Why not? It's too complicated. It reaches past a, a car. Yeah, but cars park like bumper to bumper. I don't think I don't think it's capable of reaching 
over. No, it's going to reach just going to reach through the middle. You want it to reach through the middle? I, I don't just, know. I would never park on. The I think it's more efficient. Something. Yeah, true, true, true. Anyway, I lived in the city. this is the, yeah exactly. I did that once in Chippendale. That worked out well. When you're as tall as I am, you need a wagon with plenty of headroom. Yeah. And plenty of legroom. You do. Nobody needs a wagon that guzzles gas. No. What? My Nissan Bluebird is very economical <laughs> to run. It's it a has a lot of space, a lot of energy, it's my, yeah. it's and a good. great sound system. Bluebird's total no. balance of space and economy Bluebird. works Bluebird. for basketballer Reg Biddings, and it'll work for you. It's Bluebird wagons <laughs> start at only $9,910 with a government rebate, We've and your Nissan rebate. dealer's dealing. See him now. Rebate. What rebate? What the fuck was going on there? Fucking rules. Well, I'm going to end the show with some wacky news. Oh, oh, shit. But, but no, 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 but it doesn't need an intro. It's just a fucking great story. Okay. You'll love this. A Cathay Pacific passenger was kicked off a flight and banned for life mm. after attempting to get an update, upgrade to business class. Right. An influencer named Jacqueline mm, mm. claims she was sent an email which allowed her to upgrade from premium economy. I like that. She explained that tra- before travelling, she emailed Cathay Pacific asking for an upgrade on her return to Taiwan to New York ticket. After this, she received an email, inverted comments, confirming that it was eligible for business class seat if tickets were available at check-in. Mm. While travelling through an airport in Taipei on May 30, she showed the email only to decline the upgrade. Mm. On her return journey, she tried again, mm. only to be told she would not be allowed on board. She said she waited at check-in for 30 minutes, after which a member of staff accused her of trying to get an upgrade with a fake email. Uh. They then cancelled her ticket, citing fraud and yeah. banned her from ever flying again. See, I was going to say fraud. Like Fraud and rorts is different. She's she's dodging up an email. Yeah, you can't do that. Pretensies. There's other ways around it, okay? She needs to come to the house of EFTM to learn how to upgrade, okay? Well, I just use points. Yeah, so do I don't. Um, yeah, well, that's quite kind of awkward. Mate, did, did it's you, gold. So did she She was forced to pay another $1,400 for her return flight home. Did you see what someone, <laughs> did you see what someone else did in Tasmania or something in terms of carry-on luggage? No. Um, so she, there was a bit of drama. She tried to board with 12 kilos instead of seven and whatever it is. Seven, bad, isn't it? Bad. Yeah. You know what she did, though? She went, rightio. Oh, I shan't be paying your excess fee or whatever you want me to do. I'm not checking it in. She pulled out every bit of clothing and put it on. That's a good call. That's a great call. Love it. She looked like the Michelin man, but she did Who it. Who cares? She got on the plane with five flags of clothing on. It's brilliant. She looked like a Nimbusar. Because, mate, it's the first thing. You don't realise a jacket it's weighs like a kilo. I oh, know, you don't. Like, if you've got carry-on and it's eight kilos, just yeah. take a jacket and put it on. I oh, know. You know what? Can I just say one thing before we depart? They need to subtract the weight of the bag. No. I don't think that's fair. Well, that's why you've got to look for efficiencies in bags. Okay. Some bags are lighter than others. Yeah, I've discovered that recently. Anyway, anyway. it's been a great show, Trevi. Great to be back on the EFTM podcast. We'll pump this out across the airwaves and uh, we'll be judged. Imagine if we had airwaves. We'll be judged by our maker, whoever that is. It's not the top 100 people. They don't judge us. No, fuck that. Apparently, it's not even the top 1,000 people. Mate, the top 100 is radio stations. It's the most inane, uh, incestuous list I've ever seen. Some of the best podcasts in Australia aren't on it. Incestuous. Incestuous. All right. The the radio industry, a little bit incestuous there, creating a list of podcasts that they do. Okay. That's all. All right. I'm not having my say on that topic for now, but next time I might. Catch you later, everyone. See you, Trevi. You finished? (sighs) Is that it? Yeah. Okay. Bye-bye.